Future Hacker Life Path Future. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Future Hacker. I'm your host, Maria Taigi, and this is another amazing episode part of the Young Hackers Project, in which we'll be talking to amazing young guests between the age of 12 and 20 years old. The Young Hacker series is a partnership between Future Hacker and Bsingler, a unique learning platform on exponential technologies that empowers the next generation to create real and responsible impact by working with the technologies of the future. Young Hackers will be able to collaborate with Bsingler's digital channel and will get to publish their blogs, articles, also have an opportunity to be selected a Bsingler ambassador with special discounts on the courses. And today, we are talking to Amna Habiba. She's a 15-year-old Pakistani founder of Global Creative Hub, international speaker with more than 50,000 views, a STEM enthusiast, and an advocate for girls' education and digital literacy. Recipient of Young Achiever Award and runner-up for Young Voices Award featured by UN and Malala Fund, spoken at World Bank, UNESCO, IFC, and more. She's passionate about using digital for social good and the UN SDGs. Amna, it's such an honor to have you with us today. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm doing really good and I'm looking forward to this amazing podcast interview with Young Hacker. We are thrilled to have you here. It's just amazing. You know, the, this Young Hackers series is always impressing me. You're so young, you're 15, and you've already done so much. So, you know, it's just an inspiration for everybody. So really thank you for being here. And, you know, I always like to begin by getting to know your story. Like, what's your journey? How's your family? How The way you grew up? How is it to be raised in Pakistan? So you're the first Pakistani we have on the show. Anything that you could share with us that made you this amazing girl that you are today? Yeah. So for me here in Pakistan, I would say like to summarize it all into one sentence, it would be COVID-19 changed my life. So when the pandemic took over the whole world and, you know, reached Pakistan, it turned everything upside down for me. It impacted me in many more ways that I could ever imagine. Left with so much free time and nothing productive enough to do. I saw my friends using social media, games and YouTube. So the quest to find something productive was greatly influenced by my mom, who inspired me to explore the world of e-learning in all the free time I had. From one course to 80 plus courses and 100 plus guided projects, the digital world enabled me to take part in multiple online programs and acquire the skills that would have been impossible to obtain in the offline world. So when I started with e-learning back in March 2020, I got the chance to expand my skill set, explore many new fields and find out how important of a role 21st century skills played in today's rapidly revolutionizing world. And from 2020, I was able to take part in multiple opportunities. You know, I've given 10 talks, some of which have been viewed by more than 50,000 people from around the world. I've been interviewed for four podcasts organized three hackathons, completed three internships, multiple online programs, projects, collaborations, and impacted 600 young people from all over the world, along with lots of volunteer work. So for like, if you would be 
um trying to see what a typical pakistani girl would do that would be a bit different for, from what i have done but for me living in pakistan it's an amazing experience the culture the people and many different things that you can you know do over here so my family they are a very supportive group of people my mom she was the one who inspired me into all of the stuff that i've been doing today and i'm really excited to you know share it all with you on this podcast i just love that you're just one of uh you're just one of those people that were able to take a very very challenging moment and turn it into an opportunity and you know i i have to be honest with our listeners i actually had the pleasure to talk to her mom So you know when we had the, I usually do this intro call before doing the interview and she was around and she's just amazing an amazing woman she's an educator teacher she's involved in some really great volunteer work so I'm pretty sure that makes a big difference and a positive impact on your life right Emma and so that uh we get some cultural backgrounds you know I'm pretty sure that some of the listeners are not that aware so you mentioned uh, the typical pakistani girl so how, how is it to be raised as a girl in pakistan what what's expected in a cultural way from a girl in pakistan yeah so i'd like to share a very inspiring story that is close to my heart and the person whose story is uh, she's actually my mom so she got married at a very early age and she had me when she was 18 so starting from that position it meant that having a child means that you know you can't keep on studying you can't pursue higher education you have to be a housewife you can't you know uh, work and you can't do anything so it's very very limiting when you're living here where uh, in a place where there are so many gender stereotypes in terms of continuing education going into stem fields and you know doing anything other than teaching as for a profession so when if i talk about my mom's story since a very young age she would take me with her to attend many you know online conferences that she would take part in physical conferences you know and she would go and speak do volunteer work i would be there with her going to every single place and seeing how she um you know wanted to work for her community and you know do volunteer work so that is a very big component into what has shaped me into who i am today you know being inspired by someone I would say that she is my biggest role model and being next to your role model for 24 hours a day that has you know impacted me in a lot of ways but if I'm talking about my community you know for typical girl here in Pakistan I see that in my community economic instability due to the pandemic led to you know a larger dropout rate from school mainly by the girl child which was already there so even before the pandemic there was a very large population of young girls that weren't in schools and you know would usually continue to class 5 or 6 and then you know drop out to keep on you know doing housework and then get married and have children and you know the cycle keeps going on and on a world where you know girls get married at an early age where society deems being a teacher as the only option for a girl privileged enough to you know even do work and where technology is only meant to be understood and explored by boys where beauty is the only thing that defines a girl and where stem opportunities are very rare basically girls don't have access to the same opportunities as boys do they don't have the same learning opportunities they don't have the same professional development or academic opportunities and when we're talking about being born in the age of digital nomads become be, being gen z there still is a very big gap in girls 
going into STEM fields and becoming digitally literate. So gender-based stereotypes, to summarize, summarize it all up, I would say gender-based stereotypes, lack of proper guidance and mentorship, scarcity of programs which were made to empower young girls. And all of this has led to a very staggering drop in how many young women and young girls go into STEM fields. So over here, if I talk about the statistics, there are 17 million girls that are age 15 to 24 in Pakistan. And that is a very huge number. And most of them, you know, are dropping out of school, not having the same and equal opportunities. And that is pretty alarming. It's just wonderful that you're so aware of that and that you decided to do something about it. And that's exactly what moved you and the story of Global Creative Hub. So, you know, go ahead, tell us everything about it. It's pretty clear who inspired you and what moved you. It's just amazing that you are able, you're lucky enough to have such a wonderful inspiration just beside you, raising you, right? So we understand, you know, the reasons you created. So what were the main challenges you faced? First of all, what is the project, right? What's that all about? Just let our listeners know. And what were the main challenges you faced? What are your plans with the project? So why the project started? It started in August 2020 when I saw that there are so many different problems that girls face over here are at such a big extent that there needs to be done something to alleviate this. So this project started with me and my mom. So we did, started this together as an aim to you know, create a free area and a free space for girls, young girls who mainly belong from underprivileged areas to come and be able to gain the skills they need for the 21st century. So becoming digitally literate and gaining all of being equipped with the 21st century skills they will need to succeed in their life. And the project, it started as like a small training workshop and then going on to becoming a social development initiative that has hosted three hackathons and many, many programs and also impacted the lives of around 500 young girls here in Pakistan. So the problem, it's still there. We know that we've, I've started a project, but the problem is still there, right? And in the future, I hope that with Global Creative Hub, we're able to impact more young girls. And when it comes to, you know, giving them the inspiration to continue to break barriers, to go past every obstacle and hurdle they face in their life, they need to be having inspiring female role models that can help them to pursue those, right? So what we do is basically we bring in speakers from all over the world, female speakers from all over the world and create an environment which is 100% female and empowers young girls to share their ideas, share their thoughts, be inspired. And all of the speakers that we're bringing in, they are able to share their own stories, share how and why they got inspired into STEM. And, you know, as an overall, inspire more young girls into digital literacy and STEM. As a specific story that I would like to share of young girls, so we have a lot of them continuing higher education from like after our programs, some of them have, you know, started doing small projects. So if you're doing a workshop on, let's say, you know, LinkedIn branding or personal branding, they'll start to, in whatever capacity they can and whatever resources they can, start building their own skills. So we want to provide them with the skills they need to change the future. 
That's really, really inspiring, Emna. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm curious. So how, how is the access to you know, the internet there? So if, if a girl wants to join the project, you know, if they want to access, it's all free, it's all online. But is it something easy for them? Is it something that you can do it from home? Or, or you know, do you have to go to, to like a school? How is it in, in your city even, right? So right now I'm tuning in from the metropolitan city of Pakistan, which is Karachi. But our programs, they're not just open to girls in Karachi, they're open to other parts of the country as well. And we have a specific program which could be called our flagship initiative, which is known as Tech Girl. And that mainly aims at underprivileged girls in rural areas. So we identify those girls and aim to deliver training programs to them. So what happens in that program, if I'm talking about a specific program, which is a tech girl program, it's a three-month transformational journey for young girls. And we use WhatsApp and Zoom as mediums to communicate. So in areas where connectivity is low and there are limited devices, so there are so many different households which have, like, let's say, five children and only one device, right? So we're using WhatsApp as a medium, mainly to you know communicate with these girls and have them join us and for those who can they join via zoom as well which is getting pretty much popular these days in different parts of the world but i know that there are so many challenges for young girls to get access to quality education and digital literacy and some of the challenges that i would like to highlight would be you know access to connectivity so they need to buy data packages when they're you know working online and joining us online. Luckily, there are so many different initiatives that have been started that offer free WhatsApp internet. So they're able to join us through WhatsApp with those sort of packages. Then there's the issue of devices that if you have a family of five people and only one device, how will they be able to join, right? So doing that in a way that we're able to manage their time and see what times they can get access to devices. Next, there's the issue of expenses. So in terms of connectivity, getting access to devices, all of these things require money. And for those who don't have the money to, you know, even for basic household items, they will, will not be able to purchase expensive equipment, maybe devices and get connectivity. So that is also an issue. And then the main issue that I would say is awareness and mindset. So there are a lot of mindsets. Still, there are a lot of mindsets that say that girls should not continue education and they should stay at home, you know, um, not study and just get married and have kids and manage their home. So that is a very big problem because a lot of families and households still have this mindset and we want to change that. So when there's a lack of awareness, when people don't know about the importance of empowering the girl child, then there is an issue. Yes, and you know, those challenges that you're mentioning, I'm pretty sure it resonates with so, so many other areas in the world. And also this whole stigma with, you know, not, not only, but the cultural weight of women all around the world that goes through the same. So, you know, initiatives like yours are just really amazing. And I hope it's going to inspire many, many other people around the world. So um, I'm curious, Amna. So you are a believer, a strong believer, you told me, of the lifelong educational model, right? Of never, never stop learning. So how do you see the evolution of the education model? Like, what's the future of education on your mind? 
Okay, so why I believe in lifelong learning is because we're always going to learn something new each day, no matter what position you get at, whatever you have learned throughout the years, even a teacher keeps on learning. So I believe that education in the next years and the next generations will focus a lot on self-study, project-based learning, and environments which foster collaboration, diversity, and include everyone. Not just, you know, writing something on the board so a teacher goes and writes on the board and everyone copies in their copies and, you know, they give a test and forget the information. No, that is going to change. We are going to have a revolution in education where young people are going to take the lead, where project-based learning will be how we're going to learn new concepts and not just learn it for a test, learn it for your whole life. So when you're learning something new, we learn with the mindset that you're not going to just, you know, ace the test, but you're also going to ace your life. So for me, the education model will change a lot in the future. And when we're able to empower young girls to be at the forefront of, you know, building policies, being part of big changes, then we're able to ensure that a world which fosters diversity and inclusion is present. And that's a beautiful, beautiful future for education and for humanity as a whole. So I can see that, do you feel like, you do feel optimistic about the future then? So do you think that we're able to head this way? Do you think things are getting better? What's your view about that? So I would say that there is a lot that still needs to be done in terms of creating the future where we're able to, you know, empower girls to take the lead. So this is if i would say my project is just you know a grassroot on a grassroots level but there are so many organizations out there when that have the power to bring change and i'm hoping that my organization grows on to become one that can impact not just hundreds but thousands of people and young girls all over the world and it's not just about empowering girls it's about changing mindsets so when we're able to change mindsets that are still embedded into many people, many households, many families, when we're able to change those mindsets and automatically there will be a lot of changes that will come beneath that. So when we're able to change even one person's mindset that, you know, girls should be empowered and girls should have the opportunities so that they're more economically stable in the future or they are able to take control of their own future, then that person will think of it positively and, you know, not feel bad when a girl is born in their home. So there are a lot of people still over here that say that, you know, girls, when they're born in a home, that is not something to be proud of. And they still think that boys are something to be proud of. So when we're able to change such mindsets, then only we'll be able to change our future. That's absolutely wonderful, Amna. And, you know, to end our conversation, and for anyone that is listening to you right now, I'm pretty sure he's getting inspired. Like, how could, you know, we support you somehow? If there's anyone listening that is interested in knowing more about your life and is interested in somehow supporting your project, what kind of help do you need to move on? And, you know, how could be people be getting in touch with you? So I believe that girls will be taking the lead in all spheres of life in the future and to make my mission come true which is making girls digitally literate you can you know follow me on linkedin i'm really active on linkedin you can follow me on my website i have a website i have global creative hubs website where you can follow the work that we've been doing i also have a buy me a coffee page which you can go and use to support me 
other than that i actively give talks um do a lot of volunteer work give training so if you're up and if you would like me to join your next let's say you know talk or workshop with young people you can invite me and i would love to join and share my experiences that's lovely and you know for everyone that is listening we are definitely getting those young hackers together because it's too many amazing people all around the world that are doing so many things imagine having them together so uh, thank you so much Amna. it was such such a pleasure to have you with us today and you know i'm wishing you all the best all the success in your projects you and your mother for sure so if you have any last words to tell our listeners maybe you know if you have any advice for those young people out there that are just, you know, like you worried about making a positive impact in the world, but they like resources and advices for them. Yeah, I would say that the internet is a vast sea of resources, literally. Like when I started back in 2020, I got access to so many opportunities just by taking the help of Google and searching for what I wish to learn about. So, you know, platforms like Coursera, edX, FutureLearn, they are all there to help you to learn new things, learn new skills and you know use those skills for the betterment of your community, your society. You know that there are a lot of problems that we all have in common, especially if you're working together towards the UN SDGs. If you're trying to achieve all of those by 2030, we need to empower every single person to bring change wherever they're living. So I've started from no resources and I'm still keep working on as low resources as I can to bring as much impact as I can. So you know, it's all about finding and making use of what you have right now and then keep on growing in the future. Perfect. Thank you, Amna. Thank you everybody for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Future Hacker. Life. Path. Future.